Are we live? Are we live? I think we're live. We are live. I think we're live with Get Valiant One Nine Seven. The big one nine seven. You know, we're uh, we're excited to be here on a nice Thursday night. You know, getting ready to talk some Valiant. Fantastic Thursday evening. Those who are joining live, thank you for jumping on live. Make sure you're in the chat, subscribing, liking, doing all that fun stuff. And those who of you are getting us through the uh, your ear holes on a podcast of one of the such, uh, like us, thumbs us, whatever you do on podcasts, do it, please. We appreciate it. And, yeah. Uh, yeah. Josh, I'm Hoosier. You're, I'm Hoosier. You're Josh. How are yep. you? Uh, I'm good. You know, I got glasses last week and... Uh... Trying it to jumped your IQ two points. I see it. Two points went up. <laughs> um, yeah, my nearsighted sight vision is just terrible. And everything's blurry when I don't wear glasses. And I've been just, I guess I had just been like, oh, it's just, everything just doesn't look that great, right? And then I got glasses and I was like, holy shit, like, I just have really bad eyesight. It's really weird how it happened. So, like... My kids are better looking than I thought they were, you know, it's, it's been kind of nice. Um, but I was like, like I tried to read comics and I was like, oh, the art's terrible in this X, this Ninjak book. Got glasses, it didn't help. Let me just tell you. Uh, spoiler they, spoiler you, alert, it should have, should have taken them off. It might have helped if you squinted really hard. Um, um, but we're going to talk I about Ninjak. I joke. Story. I joke. <laughs> There's, you know, you know, you know why it hurts because there's a little bit of truth. <laughs> I say that a lot of times when there's good funny jokes and it stings a little bit. It's like it's because there's a little bit of truth to it. Um, well, so, dude, glasses, congratulations say, well, on vision. What was that? Congratulations on vision. You know, well, thank the, you very much. Yeah. Hey, so you know, a, another spoiler alert. You don't have to hit the thing on this one for me. Um. I didn't go to Rose City Comic Con, people, but Quack. yeah, but Hoosier did. How was more of like a spoiler? It's more along the lines of a spoiler of like a want, want, want. <laughs> I know. Yeah, um, there, was too, there was too much COVID nonsense in my life right yeah. before it ended up, and I I wasn't able to go. Um, you know what? It was uh, it was a fun time. Um, there wasn't a whole lot of valiant stuff, but did get to. Uh, touch base with Jeff Parker, which was cool. So, you know, the writer of the book that we did. And uh, I got some, I asked a, a question or two about the book and uh, I was happy with what was said, um, you know, um, cause yeah, we'll get further into that, which was cool. Um, you know, there, it was nice. Everybody had to conf uh, show their, their uh, vaccination card to get in. Um, and then everybody had masks and the spacing of the aisles were like double spaced. Oh, right? that's and so that's one of the biggest frustrating things I have at cons is there's like these narrow like ways because they're packing too many tables in there. Oh, yeah. And you're bumping and you can't move. And you know, it's so you had more space, you had less people and a little bit spread out. But it was actually it was you know, I've always liked Rose City because I feel like it's the right size of con. It's not big. It's not small. Um, you know, it is one that you can get done in a full day and then just have fun doing whatever you wanted to do afterwards. So that was cool. Um, you know, Moose was there with uh, Valiant Comics, um, Comics fans, Valiant fans. So that was cool. Uh, ran into a couple other, you know, 
folk of Valiant checked in with James Asmus, who uh, has got a Rick and Morty book coming soon, which is cool, um, who did Quantum and Woody. So I think, you know, it's always fun to check in with some guys that we've created contacts with throughout the years. Um, and ultimately, it was just fun to kind of have a little bit of sense of normalcy. And uh, one person that I touched base with, that was fun. And he said, I'm ready to write Valiant. I'm ready. Just tell Valiant when I'm ready. Was uh, David Pepos. So uh, oh. I think I think I think Pepos would do some really good, funny comedy group stuff. Um, I don't know. I, I I do think David could be a good up and coming writer for uh, to give a good shot within Valiant. Yeah, uh, I was, I was trying to think what is it Scouts Honor is that the book that he has right now? Yeah, Scouts Honor. Uh, uh, the first issue was good. Spencer and Locke currently has that's, Locke, a, that's a great Locke. book. Yeah, Spencer and Locke is great. Um, what was the other one? There's another one, uh, hitched or something. Uh, it's, um, action labs. Uh, God, what, I can't even think of what it is. A shotgun wedding or something. It, you know, he's done some really cool fun things, but Spencer Locke was cool. Um, but I, I, I think Pepos could be a good up and comer to get on. Yeah. But yeah. And those in the chat. Hello, Todd. Hello, Scott. He's buffering again. And Kingman, how you doing? There, yes, the Valiant Vision. That's right. This is the Valiant Vision. <laughs> but yeah, so sad you weren't there. But Rose City Comic Con happened. Emerald City's coming in December. Um, should yeah. be fun. Should be good as long as people aren't stupid and get COVID. Yeah, you know, um, the the one good thing is is that you know when you when you're able to cancel early enough right now, a lot of conventions are cool about just being like, cool, just come next year instead. So I have my pass rolled over for next year. And, you know, we'll see, you know, yeah. I, I mean, God, I, I it's, it's crazy. Cause I think like when I bought my, I bought my ticket, like shortly after it went on sale and we were all just like, ah, COVID is starting to end, you know, wrong. But, uh, you know, we'll just see, you know, yeah. I think, you know, at least next year, like my kids will be vaccinated and, uh, that changes things a little bit too. Yeah. You know, cause I mean, like we've had like a lot of scares at school already, which suck. And uh, okay. <laughs> so let's move on from that. I'm glad you yeah. had a good time, though. I miss you and Moose, and I wish I would have yeah. been there. But but we're not here to talk about COVID. We're here to talk about comic books, and we're here to talk about Valiant comic books in general. So if you like talking Valiant comics, that's what we do. And uh, there was some really interesting news. Man, uh, it was like a busy week yeah. for Valiant news. Actually. Yeah, they actually had some stuff. Uh, what do you want to start with? Uh, Should we start with talking about the Kickstarter? That, was that the sounds... Thing. Let's kick it off with that. Yeah, so like you know, Valiant's got a tabletop game coming up called Valiant: Fight for the Dead Side, and it's about Master Dark has assembled an army in the Dead Side, and only the heroes of the Valiant universe are going to stand a chance of stopping him from unleashing his horrors and destroying the world. And you'll get to play as Shadow Man, Ninjak, Punk Mambo, Doc Mirage, maybe even more. Who knows? You know, um, I don't know too much about any of the people who are making it, it's just not really like my world. So I can't sit there and be like, you know, like when it's comics, we're always like, oh man, we're going to get so-and-so writing it and we're going to get so-and-so in art and we're so excited. Maybe they got an exclusive comic cover artist that we like a lot, you know? So like on those things, I'm like, oh yeah, cool. I know those names are recognized them. There's places I can read up on them. With tabletop games, I don't have a lot of knowledge. But um, if you're one of the first 500 to sign up for like their little notification on it, there's going to be some kind of bonus. So if you're interested in the tabletop game, 
you probably are if you're listening to us. It's probably your kind of thing. Go ahead and sign up because what's the worst that can happen? You just don't buy it. Yeah. But it might be a cool extra, you know? My my poo-poo on this parade, it's not that it's good. I love it. I love that they're doing it. I think it's going to be great. I guess it's not necessarily a poo-poo, but it's like uh, a thing I wish would have done that we would have seen art specific for it instead of reused art. Um, I feel yeah. like that's done a lot. And sometimes I think making something uniquely its own, obviously make it look like the characters, make it happen like that. I think something like that would be really, really cool. It's almost, I mean, like for say when they were at the warp tour, right? They actually got, um, I believe it was Kano, um, to do unique art for that. They didn't reuse art that was from books, other titles. Um, it was all brand new. And and I feel like that's that I like that. I, I got that's that's the my only negative thing about that whole thing. And that's not even really a negative thing. That's just like a hey, we let's you know, let's get unique stuff. Let's get let's commission somebody to do some new art. Um, and let's let's have something to create some energy with that. So well, and but, you know what? We've we've actually talked about that before too, where it's like it seems like whenever you see merchandise, it's still like the artwork from like five, six, seven years ago. And it's like, yeah, that's cool. I love the David Aja bloodshot art, you know, from that very first variant. But I'm ready to see some new stuff too, you know. So yeah. like when it comes to like looking at like a lot of the, the merchandise that Valiant puts out there, um, I, I, I do kind of get like a little bit of a burned out sensation where I'm like, I I've seen this, you know, it's cool, yeah. but like I want something else. Yeah. Yeah. With the, with the merch for sure. I, I did appreciate that there was like this Ninjak number one uh, cover art for the A cover was what they used there. There was, I believe the Dr. Mirage cover art uh, from that recent title that happened about a year ago. Um, I think Punk Mambo was from Punk Mambo. And then uh, the Master Dark was definitely from, you know, back in the day, uh, Master Dark. So uh, just some stuff that, you know, potentially using new art would be cool for things like that sometimes. But I understand it saves money using that art you already have. And it's it's something yeah. you already have. It's, you know, it's product you already have and you have the rights to use. But sometimes refreshing it and making something fresh there and getting more jobs for artists sometimes <clears throat> is a cool thing. So. Yeah. And I mean, and one thing that we may not know, and this is a possibility, is that this might be a couple months off from when they actually launch it. So right. there could possibly be art that is basic, that is um, tied just to this, it's brand new. We don't know, but you know, it's just one of those things like our first impression of it's like, well, we've seen all this art, you know? Like one of the things that's actually really cool about the Ninjak versus the Dying Universe game is it's all like a lot of photos from like the, 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 the live action show they did of Ninjak versus the Dying Universe. And the cards of the players look very good with it, you know? Mm -hmm. So it's like, in one instance, I was like, I don't know if I always want to see, like, uh, Jason Derrick Frank bloodshot when I'm playing the game. But at the same time, it's not like the art that I've seen used on, like, coffee cups and posters. And, you know, there was a cover of it once and then also, like, a T-shirt. And then, you know, like, it's, it was, it's yeah. almost just, like, used in two different spots and that was it. Yeah. So, like, I'm hoping – I mean, it's just – Look, we're being nitpicky because, like, we like this stuff, you know? But, like, yeah, let's see some new art. Let's see some new stuff to get us excited about it, you know? Right. Because I feel like when you look at Big Two, right, obviously it's Big Two. But I don't feel like you see that all that much, right? I feel like it is unique to the product, um, and it does kind of update. You know, with the Ninjak versus game, that was a Ninjak versus game, so it definitely same 
you know, relevant to keep that. But um, I like that there's something new. I don't want to shit on that. I do want to say I like that they're trying something new. I like that they're trying to produce it in a different way. Um, so good on them. So I, you know, that's that's score for one for me. Um, and then there was um, some other news that happened that happened as well. Not the uh, not the big news, but the no, other not the big news. So another thing, if you're one of those people who loves to read digital comics, uh, I partnered back up with uh, Groupies again, mm -hmm. and they've got a Shadow Man centric bundle that they're doing. So it's like, if you if you if there's some Shadow Man books that you don't have, maybe you don't have a digital Punk Mambo or Rapture, maybe you don't have Incursion. Uh, now's the time to jump on this. You can, you can pick what books you want as part of your bundle. Um, it kind of ends up being around like three dollars for every digital. Uh, book that you get. Yeah. So here's the thing, and I know a lot of people, and I'm I'm not too different. I'm not a huge fan of digital. I do feel the way that they did this one does kind of suck you in a little bit. If you can, if you spend thirty dollars, you can get all these trade paperbacks, and then they're right. also going to give you the digital copies of the deluxe editions of the three Shadow Man hardcovers that I haven't put out. But if you can, which is interesting that you pay for the trades but then you get these deluxes that already have well, it and it's you can, like, you can actually do this though and not get any of those shadow man books because yeah. i was like okay how am i gonna do this you know and i picked out like i think i picked out everything that i didn't have already digitally so like ninja versus the shadow the ninja versus the giant universe and operation dead side the seven blades of master dark incursion punk mambo rapture bloodshot salvation volume two the book of the dead Amongst others, the Shadow Man trade by Garth Ennis, which I'm a big Garth Ennis fan. So I got those, and then I just decided to pay forty because not only did I get those three um, digital deluxe editions, but here's where I think they should they kind of suck you in for forty dollars. If you can spend a minimum of forty dollars, you will get a hundred dollars worth of Valiant merch from their store. That's sweet. Oh, old art. <laughs> we just talked you about have those things. I mean, like, you know, we'll see what it is, you know, because I mean, that's the thing. It's, yeah. it's just, you know, some you stuff might be able to store. get that uh, Shadow Man necklace that I got that, uh, you know, you might be able to get something cool if they still have it available within that. So that that is really cool. So, I mean, you're getting you're definitely it's basically like getting free digital and 60 bucks off of your your merch. So, yeah, um, it's super cool. So if you needed to pick anything up, that is cool. Um you know, get support it because it's also the hero initiative, right? Which is helping fund the the legals for comic book creators. So super yeah, cool. For a lot of people who are who uh, you know aren't working probably and need some help. Yep. So the last tier on this is great. So it's a little pricier. This is the collector's thing. This is like normally what I would go for, but if you spend two hundred dollars on this. You'll get the upcoming Shadow Man Classic Omnibus featuring the older material from the 1990s. It'll come with a sketched book plate from writer-artist Bob Hall. That's sweet. So, I mean, that's, like, awesome. Um, I don't know if I'm going to do it yet. But at one point, I was the number one person. And they also have, like, some tiers, too. So, like, at the top five people who donate... Get some extra stuff. I mean, like prints and things like that and some physical books. So go over to groupies.com. Take a look at it. It's a really awesome uh, project. Normally, I always am like, do Humble Bundle. 
do more humble bundles. But I think the way that they have this one set up, it's it's worth your time. It's worth your time. Get some books. Read some more books. You know, if you want it, get it. Try it. Do it. So yeah, that's cool. And then uh, you know, there was uh, definitely some really really cool uh, news that things that we like here something or someone we like here on the show that's uh done really well for us and we appreciate uh got a little promotion oh yeah you know it wouldn't be fair of us to like not mention this but like you know um our friend at valiant greg katzman uh he received a promotion to director of marketing and publicity and you know eric when he's here and and hoosier can attest to this also greg does a ton for us and he's always out sending us links or telling us to check out this site, check out that site, check out this interview, look at these little tidbits of information. He shares a lot of information with us. And he's almost like our like benefactor. <laughs> like he's always like the guy who's like helping us. He's like the guy that gives the, the the mission to Charlie's Angels, you know, but it's us, you know, and we're not nearly as hot. But like he, you know, he helps us out a lot. So like we want to tell him congratulations, you know, and you know, it's just it, we're happy for him. Yeah, we're super pumped up for Greg. You know, I always say the so the the man that's so gangster he gets three G's in his name. Um, it is congratulations to that guy. Uh, you know, I think one of the cool things is you know Greg after you know meeting Greg talking to Greg is Greg's truly a Valiant fan. Greg's been about Valiant before he worked for Valiant. Um, Greg truly believes that working for Valiant's you know his dream job that he think is really awesome and i think it's really uh cool to have somebody that is like one of us kind of like-minded into a spot like that so good for greg um and and then he even brought on um nick from uh comic watch or valiant watch um is kind of taking what greg's old role was to a degree yeah. and so congrats to him yeah. too congrats yeah to Nick. you know we haven't, so, even, we haven't even talked about that either yeah we've talked but, about that yeah. you know <laughs> And Nick's been on the show as well, so that's kind of fun piece. We had him on the our shared show with them, and uh, I think uh, when we look at it, it's it's good things to have that, and it's good to have that somebody connects, and we're hoping for more within that. So, yep. Yep. And one quick thing on all that too, you know, it's like I know sometimes people get a little bummer, and like we'll see like someone get hired on, and we're just like, what do they know? You know, like we don't know that person's involvement with the company or what they're into. You know, Greg and Nick, I mean, they're hardcore Valiant fans, you know, and they they have a lot of views that are like, at least to me, like I agree with, you know, where it's like, yeah, I see those same views, you know, that yeah. I express. So, like, I always feel like it's good to see people like that who kind of think a certain way. Yeah, they were like, Get Valiant is so great. Yeah, so they're like, like yeah. you know what, like, you yeah. dudes are the fucking yeah. jam. Yeah. You know, they're the cream, <laughs> the cream rises to the top. Oh, so. yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, more more wrestling references. I love it. Uh, uh, but, yeah, I think it's great that Greg's doing that. So, um, And uh, hopefully some more to come. I think Greg's been throwing out some positive vibes within Valiant in the future of Valiant. So that is all positive things. Well, we talked about news. We talked about wrestling just shortly. We had a Macho Man reference. Yeah. And um, we talked about COVID. We talked about Rose City Comic Con. Shit. Are we, we call it a night now? That's Damn. Long. Close the door, lock it up. So, um, but we might be talking about two little bitty books. But before we do that, 
we have to uh, warn y'all because some of y'all don't read your books right away. So this is a spoiler. Pause a spoiler alert. Read your book. Come back when you've read because we might spoil it. We might. We we might just crap on it. I don't know. We, we might, might just, just be love so on vague it. that you're like, "What the hell are they even talking about?" It's a book. That's how we might roll. Um, let's uh, let's talk about the one that we kind of passed on a week ago or two uh, by Jeff Parker, Javier Polito doing art, um, Fernando Diego, Alitha Martinez, and Zoo Orozo did um, the color did the covers. So basically, this was a book. Yeah. Yeah, so, you know, it's a continuation of where we're at. You know, Ninjak 3 sees um, Ninjak and company sort of stroll up to Neville's castle or whatever it is he lives in. I can't, couldn't really quite tell exactly his homestead's, uh, you know, style. Um, and, you know, like Neville's there. He's He's been compromised, but he's still alive. And, you know, they, they share some information about how things are going and – you know, good thing Neville doesn't throw anything away. He's got all sorts of uh, weapons for Ninjak to go kill these bad people. Um, yeah, it was a book, you know. I mean, um, oh, I don't even know where to start with it. <laughs> you know, um, so so let me let me back up a little bit. So I got to talk to Jeff Parker at Rose City. And so I did ask Jeff on number one. I was like, okay. I have an issue with you if you'd give me the wrong answer here, Jeff. So please don't give me the wrong answer. MI6 found. Looks like everybody's dead. Did you guys kill off killers? Did you kill off the MI6 agents off panel? And Jeff's like, absolutely not. I wouldn't waste an off panel thing like that. So I was like, okay, we could kind of be friends for now. Because if that did happen, and that was a question, and it kind of alluded to it in number one, but it wasn't it wasn't clear. Um so that's that that made me rest assured that the killers, the you know, KI6, whatever we want to call them, they're still alive and well and not dead. So I that was one thing that Jeff Parker did for me that I thought was great uh at Rose City Comic Con and so far with this book. So we didn't spoil the crap out of that. Um so that's good. But yeah, this book, um, you know, I don't know when Neville started cloning himself and when all of a sudden like this just became a thing. Um, and not spoken about before. Um, and he just grew a body. Just grew a corpse. Grew a body, yeah, right away. And it was but cold. He's a, but, he's a big, but he's a big deal MI6, dude. So, you know, like, I mean, like, it's not the worst. It's not, I mean, like, to me, like, when I read that part, I wasn't like, I, that wasn't like a thing where I was like, oh, really? Like, that's kind of weird. I it was just like, okay, you like, did, you know. Yeah. I feel, like, I feel like there's a couple things like that that you can do with Ninjak. You know, as long as he didn't have, like, a... So a soul of the devil or something like that. And then it's like, oh, that would be weird. But like, no, he just had a fake body. Just, you know, just keeps those in his house. Yeah. You know. Just just in case. And yeah, you, you know. never know. They come in useful. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's continuing to be a little bit of a the the thing I had the biggest issue with. I mean, I read this on my tablet, which is not a small tablet, right? I mean, it's a good size tablet here. And the panels, the spreads, the just the the splash pages, but it wasn't necessarily even just the splash page. It was the layout. It didn't read well. It the the panels just seemed off, and it didn't. I don't know. I just felt like it did not flow. It's just this panel layout alone, and so that made it really difficult. 
um, let alone then you had to deal kind of with the art that we've kind of talked about on the show that we are still not fans of. Yeah. You know, I, and I agree with you on all that stuff, you know, like it's just such a hard thing to, to read, trying to read it on my phone (laughs) and then on my computer, I was just like turning around, flipping upside down. I I mean, it's just not, it's not easy if you're a digital reader. Okay. That's an interesting take from uh, John. John said, it feels a little like Neville channeling Dr. Silk. I totally kind of feel that. I you know? kind of hear you there, yeah. Yeah. And we haven't even explored – I mean, they have not explored Dr. Silk at all with, you know, the value, the current value universe. So, I mean, right. like, that's a that's a nice take on that, I think. Um, well, only on uh, The Visitor, but yeah. Yeah. But even still, I mean, who knows what that even is going to amount to. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, I mean, like – but yeah, going back to this, I mean, like if you're a digital reader, I, I really feel kind of sorry for you. Like, cause I mean, like this book is just, it's a chore to read like that, you know? Yeah. And I, I will say that like, I don't like, we've, we've complained about the art, certain aspects of it at least. And I, I don't mind reading it at all physically. Like it's, I feel like it's a book that like you really have to kind of pick up a copy and read it because it flows a lot easier that way. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's just like this was, it was kind of hard to read like the press copy of this. Yeah. I didn't yeah, get a chance to go shop. So. For such simplicity art, it made it really hard to read. Uh, um, yeah. And, and as far as story, like, you know, I, it, it, I don't know. I, I, I guess it just, I'm not into it right now. Just because I don't know if it's the book, if it's the art that's doing it, if it's the flow of it, if it's, you know, just the challenge of reading Polito's art. Um, that's just, yeah, where I'm at within this. And it's not a book I'm excited for. And I don't know if it's just because of that or not. So I don't know. I mean, like, I, I love the story. Like, the story to me is really captivating. And I'm, and I'm, I'm into it, you know. And, and I've said this before. Like, if I don't dig the art, but the story can keep me engaged, I'm good. So, like, I mean, to me, like, I think Jeff Parker writes a hell of a ninjack. Um, and it's good to hear from, like, your like your um, chance to talk with him that we didn't just have everybody killed off panel. You know, because I feel like B. Clay Moore, who I would have thought would have been a great ninjack writer, too, he did a lot of, like, good work trying to get, like, the universe kind of expanded in Ninjak's corner. So, like, if you had all these characters just wiped out, that's a, that stinks, you know. And then if we have all these guys that Crystal's Cage set up with Ninja or with Ninja K gone, like then it's just like, what the hell did they spend the last couple of years even like fleshing out this corner of the universe for? You know, yeah. because like the the um, we haven't even I feel like you haven't even tipped the iceberg with any of those characters, you know, like all those char- like the Jonin and his crew are like out there and and right. that's a good villain. I mean, he's a good villain, you know? That, that's perfect and such a lot of mythos and creation that yeah, can be like done that there. Just, yeah, yeah. It'd, be, it'd be bad. And, you yeah. know, and regardless of what your things are on the books nowadays, you know, like, I just feel like, like to me, that would be like a really, that would be a bad thing, you know? So, yeah. glad to hear they're still alive. I'm still yeah. liking the, re- I still like reading the book, you know? But, like, yeah, I mean, like, Todd, Todd says here, he's like, I got a like, hard copy of still hard, still hard to read. Um, yeah, I don't want to. I'm yeah. I, I'm trying to not bag on the art as much, you know. Yeah. And like John John Bourne says here, he's like, I've enjoyed a lot of the dialogue in the story. I do think that Jeff yeah. Parker totally has like a voice for Colin King. 
So. Oh, absolutely. I think I think I think Parker's a great Colin King writer, uh, especially with the, what they did Double O Seven. And check out Jeff Parker. Just started a new Kickstarter. Um, definitely was funded within like in a couple hours. Definitely something you want. I think it's called Blicher Bliker. Um, t- hmm. Take a look at that. Um, but yeah, John Bourne. If you're if you're joining us through audio, there's some visual comments coming in here uh, live on Facebook or YouTube. It's the panel sequence is irritating. Um, you know, and I, I think that's something that a lot of people have kind of said out there. Um, and then even, you know, Scott Bloom will say that he, he wishes like this was on a faith book or is be more family friendly book than it is type of uh, this uh, espionage type of book that should be uh, ex- or should be Ninjak. So, yeah. And and like, I mean, like, I don't know. I, I, <laughs> I feel like I say this every time now. I like I, I like a lot of the stuff that like uh, Javier Polito does with his panels. This issue though is like the one where I was like, no, like scale it back a little bit. Yeah, and his little like DNA like oct- or hectagons that he was doing everywhere. Well, yeah, uh, like those panels like, at the, the end. So. The green, the green mist shit. I was just like, there's a lot of green mist shit this week in the books we're talking Man. about. Just valiant in the green okay. mist. <laughs> Enough green mist shit. So valiant in the green door. You know, yeah. I don't know. I mean, it's. Yeah. Something. Um, let's score this thing. Um, what do you got for it? Um, I'm going to give it a three uh, for story. So, so maybe, yeah. Okay. I mean, that's fair. I'm going to go quite a bit higher. I mean, for me, my score on this book should be a four. And it, I mean, like, I just really like where the story's going. But, you know, I would – there's one thing that would just make me like it a little bit more, and it's just like a, a change in the art. I mean, it, yeah, it's, I, yeah, I, it's just. But that's that's where I'm gonna put it. Um, I think like Jeff Parker really has Colin King nailed down. If the way that the books have been kind of um, done lately, where it's like four issues on, then they take a break. Um, I hope he's back. Yeah, like you know, really like about as bad as I hope. Like Colin Bunn continues working on like the Dead Side portion of the Valiant universe. Like I just think he really gets the character. But we could use an art change. Yeah. So it may not have, may not have been a uh Valiant artist that posted pictures of uh Shadowman this week on Twitter. Uh that's yeah. Um but I can't remember who was it um it was the guy who did EXO uh or not EXO. Pedro Andreo. Pedro Andreo who did Bloodshot at the end. Yep. Yeah. So, cool. uh, a little snippet of art. We don't we don't have images this week, but like, yeah, there's a little snippet of his art and it looked pretty exciting. So we'll yep. see. We'll see. Yep, it would be lower if the dialogue wasn't calling. Yep. Good dialogue. So I think I appreciate that. So yeah. Um, but yeah, that that's an inject number three. We got that one. And then it's time to talk about, you know, I guess the flagship of uh, Valiant. <laughs> um, you know, character we love. Exo um, well, Man War. Number six, written by Dennis Hopeless, art by Emilio Lasso. Um, then we got colors by Ruth Redman, who's the, the art team is still doing a great job. Uh, and Hassan uh, doing the letters, which is great. But, and covers looked fantastic on these couple books. I, we didn't really talk about that. The colors are the, I believe like the covers have had a, a step up recently in the last, um, you know, yeah, couple yeah. runs. Shadow Man had great covers. These Ninjacks have had good covers. And these Exos have had good covers. Yeah. And I know that you're super busy, like outside of doing the podcast, you know. So like, I, you know, I, I understand that we don't have the images this week. 
Um, but if we did, like, I mean, yeah, I would, we, I think, I feel like on both those books, we would have kind of gushed all over them how, how great they looked, you know, like how it just was easy to pick them up off the, you know, the shelf at a comic shop if we saw them. Um, so yeah. this issue, it kind of opens with a little bit of like where it ended in issue five with a little glimpse of like Livewire and that weird Minecrafty world. And then from there, it's just, um, all right, taking a back seat to the brains of Troy, the billionaire. And, uh, yeah, you know, they find more of that green slime. And as Exo tries to take over, he kind of feel he kind of learns then that he's not, it's not just like the brains that he's in the backseat of. It's also that like Troy's probably got a little bit of a hand in how Sean Hara works. And, uh, yeah, you and know, you know, I've been really hard on the story part of the, of the book and I don't, I don't even really understand too much of like how like live wire uh, not live wire but that's what it looks like live wire wearing the exo armor how much of that even really pertains to like the story that's going on here because we didn't really see too much of it you know like but like a lot of this issue um took took place over a certain amount of time where you could see that sean hara wasn't quite back to normal and then mm -hmm. even when she was her personality seemed a little different um she wasn't as powerful um, you know, Arik was having a lot of difficulties, and I'll, and I'll say that I actually I like that. You know, I like the struggle that we we see Arik in with that part of it. Um, the part I don't like is that like he just he comes off like a B lister to like Troy the billionaire. Like he's just like Troy the billionaire. What should I do? Troy the billionaire. I need help. Troy the billionaire. He doesn't say Troy the billionaire, but you know what I mean. Like he just it just doesn't seem like a character who's so commanding. He's got his own book. You know, it just it just seems like there's no the character, maybe it's just the way they're trying to write him for the story arc, but he's got he just doesn't come off as a very like confident person. And to me, that's just so alien of what Arc is, you know. I mean, like he he's not that guy. He's a guy he, who's very he controlled. even said, like, I don't know if I can do it without her. That's not Arik. Yeah. That's not Arik. And let me show you what Arik is not. Or, or Shanhara, what Shanhara is not. Shanhara is not an Amazon Echo freaking ball, okay? <laughs> it's not. Give the kid the toy away. The kid has a freaking, you know, sentient armor that he has as an Echo ball playing video games. I I, I don't know. I, I, I just see that, and it frustrates me um, really bad, if you can't tell by the way I'm getting emotional about it. It just doesn't seem like the characters. Not, having mm -hmm. a, not, not a fan of it. Um, it's frustrating. Um, you know, Arik has, is not the same Arik. He's, you know, he's needing Troy to do all of his bidding for him. And and then he's he's the manager of our superhero uh, exploits. It's like, okay, superheroes. Like, it's no longer the world outside your window. You know, we're that like that's being used within Valiant is not necessarily something. It's superhero books, but it's never been used before in Valiant. <laughs> like, I don't know. Well, and but I mean, like to me, it's just like, you know, it's just not what I want from X Men. Or like, I want to see a guy who can kind of take command, you know. And even, uh, yeah, as, as Todd Lewis said, Arik and Shanhar are so much better than this. It's absolutely right, you know. And seeing these, seeing Arik just kind of reduced to like an an idiot is kind of what I look at it. Like, where he just he doesn't he doesn't know what he's doing. Um, but I mean, like at the same time, though. I mean, I'm gonna be fair. Like when it, when it came to the part where like him and Shanhara and Shanhara is like, 
supposedly at like you know tip top shape and they go to confront their their uh the green nanite storm so green storms of stuff you know it's big this week um when that when you kind of understand he kind of understands that um <laughs> uh, if you keep putting these quotes up we're never gonna get anywhere because i i agree you know like john says that like it's that back to a claim claims you know and this run's been kind of a dump and i agree you know this is the this issue i feel like is a little better than that um when when Arik kind of realizes that like sean harris well even that he is kind of like just like playing like the he's just getting played you know like they took control of his arm and put it in the storm and the swarm and then he took like he neutralized the swarm like those kind of things like i thought like okay there's some things shaping up here and if they're giving a voice to sean hara that's fine i don't like her personality still but there were things that within the story i thought made it kind of work a little bit just a little bit you know like the fact that the kid plays with sean hara which is weird but like he's like she's not the same there's something wrong with her um i just think like you know we got probably like a couple two three issues i don't think they've I think they solicited an issue nine. Have they? Is that so, right? So, so can I tell you what's wrong with that whole thing? A kid who's played with Sean Hara for two issues is saying something's wrong with Sean Hara, but not EXO, who's been with her for fifty something issues <laughs> in since nineteen since twenty twelve. Right? How 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 does a kid who's been three issues with Sean Hara know this? But Arik, who's done um, all the done all this, I think it comes back to here. just like how bad they have handled Arik. You know, like you know. <sighs> I don't like, know. Like, it says defeated the vine, vanquished the armor hunters, put the dead hand down. You know what I mean? Like, oh yeah, went on the went went to Gorn and kicked ass. You know, just yeah. So yeah, you know, and and the thing that's kind of stinks, you know, is like I hate just bashing it. You know, like there there's parts of this, there's parts of this I like. I mean, this one wasn't. I didn't hate this one as much as I normally hate Exo Manor lately. But man, like I didn't love Kent's run that much, and I'm just like missing that, like. Go go put EXO back on that planet and have but him. He like, was he was a badass still. He went and yeah. took he went the first three issues of that ran the first arc. He kicked everybody's butt with nothing, right? Like with was, one hand. So yeah, they need to do something to give him back his confidence. I'm sure that's coming up, but like at the same time, like just seeing him, like this book should just be called Troy the Billionaire featuring EXO Manowar, you know, because that's the only dude that's got a clue about what's going on. That sure as shit is in Eric Adasia. <laughs> yeah. I think, you know, Whitaker, so it could be Wit Tech because it's witty. Um, <laughs> <laughs> like, uh, yeah. Oh, man. I want to like this book so much. I want to like, you know, an Exo story. I want to get so invested. Um, but the only thing that really excites me about this was that picture of Louis LaRosa posted of like what looked like more of a sentient armor that I don't know if it's valiant or not, but it looked damn cool. Um, and I, I just speculate that might've been old images of potential concept from 2012. Yeah. I don't know who knows, or, or maybe for, yeah. Anyway, let's, I guess. Yeah. I, I really don't have much more to say. That's yeah. worth saying. Still good visuals. Emilio Lazo, however his last name is pronounced, and yeah. uh, Ruth Redman. I, I like what they're doing with the book. Um, and I like the fact that they've been on this thing the whole time. You know, they've, they've been here from – they're going to finish this run out, I guess, you know. <laughs> uh, I need to. So, so, like, I mean, to me, like, that's a positive with it, you know. Um, I, I just – I mean, to me, it's like – 
You know, when when uh, Diggle's Shadow Man run ended, I felt like, oh, you know, they got him in a great place. The next person that writes Shadow Man is going to just kill it because, like, there's no baggage, there's no bullshit. He can just, from page one, just come out the gate, run and beat the shit out of whatever he has to, you know. And with this run, I'm just like, man, I feel like whoever writes this book next is going to have to dig Ark out of a huge hole. Yeah. And just fix and fix and fix. And, and then, he wasn't like, in that bad of a place when he got left. It was almost like where, it's all. almost like where Kit got him, but he had a, a blue woman now. You know, that's he, well, yeah. Talking. I mean, like he he defeated like the way Kent's run ended. Like he he defeated the, the bounty hunters and he had the blue girlfriend with the cattail. Yeah. And it's like, cool, we'll see you next time the book launches. And then it's just like, fuck all that stuff. We are, we aren't gonna follow any of it, man. Yeah. yeah, and I know, and I have to say, I know Todd's a huge EXO fan, like buying all the variants and everything. And you know, I, I've this is like one of the few things I don't buy the store exclusives on just because I just haven't enjoyed it. And it's, and I bought a bunch of them, I think, for like issue four. And I was mm -hmm. just like, I felt like I just, I mean, even though the covers look nice, I was like, I, I just, like, it's hard to get into when you don't enjoy the story as much. Yeah, Exo was in great shape when they left him. I mean, and that's the thing. Like when Kent yep. left the book, I mean, they could have just been like, "Cool, pick back up Exo man. We're fighting aliens. Pick yeah. up Exo. He's in space somewhere." And it's just like, "Oh, he's in. He's in. He's playing basketball, and the, the shit's going on." And yeah, yeah. It, it, you know, and we you, we're, we're talking. Right, about, we're gonna bag on what we do, you know. But this book is just not. Yeah, it's yeah. not what it should be. This is the flagship character of the Valiant Universe, so I hear. Yeah. And I just think this is a this is a case where like the ball's been kind of dropped, I think, you know. No disrespect to anyone who works on it, you know, like I don't hate anybody, but man, like Yeah, I agree um, there with Handy Homebrew. I'm afraid if you stop buying it, they'll stop making, you know, I don't want to say stop making it, but stop making Valiant. <laughs> well, um I don't think that I mean that's not gonna be the case. I mean, you know, the thing is like it's it is what it is. People still are gonna buy this book, you know. Um I'm still gonna buy a copy, you know, but like I'm, I'm definitely, you know, for review purposes, I, I, I read it, but like, man, I just can't even see myself digging these issues out. Yeah, it is kind of like the acclaim run, which I don't know if it's that bad. That was bad, but it's, it's not great. I'm gonna, you know, my score on this is gonna be a three because I do like yeah. the visuals. I know some things with this issue I liked, but like. I would almost, in fact, I would almost even talk myself into like a 3.5 just because like some of the stuff that I've normally nitpicked weren't so bad to me this time. Mm -hmm. So I'll go that way. I'll go 3.5. I mean, this is, I, I thought this issue was better than the last couple, but man, like let's, let's end strong these next couple of issues. Man. This yeah, well, arc. I think I'm going to be exactly opposite of the last book and I'm going to say three for, for art. So um, I, there, there's, there's where it is, and um, right there with Todd and all those guys on that. And you know, moving forward on this, we did talk about, um, you know, where they left them, and it, it's, I guess, with even, even Ninja, Ninja K, right, gets out, gets out of Neville's thumb, and we're in issue three, and he's back with Neville, right? Like, it's not even a chance to explore something different too there. Like well, I'm, but I, I don't think he's necessarily under Neville's thumb. I think it's just that, like, the situation um, being what it is, you know, he has, he kind of has to have Neville within his life a little bit. 
But I would also hope, though, that with the way this book goes, maybe like when it's all said and done, it's not like, well, I'm back to MI6. Like, I hope it's more of a chance of Ninjak kind of being more of a free agent. Yeah. You know, just because I, th- I feel like they haven't done enough to repair the bond. Oh, yeah. They definitely haven't done enough to repair the bond. They definitely need to get that together, the bond with Jeff Parker. Uh, um, but, yeah, they do. They definitely need to do, do something to in, entice that a little bit more. I don't know. I, I, is there another? There is one more issue of Ninjak, right, before this arc's At over? Least. Yeah, I'm sure like it'll take a break like everything else yeah. has. Yeah, and then I, who knows what 2022 has ahead. Harbinger um, got a chance to take my eyes a little bit onto that. Um, yeah. We'll talk about that sh- later in October, right? Yeah. Yeah. So, and uh, we'll we'll move forward with that and kind of keep running with that. So, yeah, but, I'm, yeah. I'm I'm excited to talk about Harbinger. You know, um, that one will be a that'll be a good one. So, yeah, yep. I could say I enjoyed it more than these two. <laughs> so. I would say that I, I here's one thing I I will say about Harbinger. We're not going to get into it at all, but. I'm just going to say this. I, I really appreciate the fact that they weren't just like, hey, see what Josh Dysart did? Just do that. Like, I feel like I feel like with a lot of the books that Vanian does, especially the early books under Dinesh, mm-hmm. sorry, you know, it's a new regime and all, but like a lot of these books, are, they're, they're already classics to a lot of us. You know, whoever was going to pick up Archer Armstrong after Fred Van Lenty, they had the work cut out for him. Right. I personally like Rafer's work on the book. Whoever was going to pick up Harbinger after... Dice Heart, they had the work cut out for him. Rafer didn't do Rafer, that good. Then. Gosh darn Rafer. Yep. God damn it, Rafer. You had one, you had two <laughs> jobs and you only did one of them good. But the point being that like a lot of times, like these books get so ingrained in our in our culture as fans that you're just like, oh my God, like no one's ever gonna like take that away. It's nothing's ever gonna com- compete with it. But at the same time, I feel like we also have to be like, look, it happened. You know, those books were great, but I'm never gonna be able to enjoy the characters if I don't accept that some other people can work on them and they can take these characters in some different paths. So I'm just going to say like, so far with that first issue of Harbinger, I like where they're going with it. Cause they're not just trying to be like, Hey, just do what Dice Heart did. You I know? completely agree with John here. A lot more intellectual of a conversation <laughs> and I blame the glasses. <laughs> that is so true. Well, um, I'm trying. I'm trying to put on my big boy intelligent pants. You know, IQ I points went up two points. You know, one for each it's, of us. It's because I can actually see what I'm doing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I. Uh, it is. I mean, it's it's hard to follow these runs sometimes, and sometimes it's getting a little distance from them. I mean, one thing we loved about those runs is they were at that point they were fresh and new, right? And and then we're kind of expecting that to be kind of be status quo because that's what was there. Um, and it's hard to repeat, you know, such good, you know, series like that. But not all have been great, but many have. Um, and so hopefully that we uh, we see what's coming. You know, again, I'm still excited for hope more Colin Bunn, another arc of Shadow Man. I'm excited for, you know, what is to come there. I think that's uh, it's going to be pretty cool. So, yep. yeah. I actually think and there's a lot of cool stuff just going on right now. Like, it's kind of neat, like, how – we've had such quiet times with, with the company and, and there hasn't been a lot going on. And all of a sudden it's like, Hey, you know what? Here's the groupie thing. Get caught back up on some shadow man. Uh, here comes the shadow man game. I, and it's kind of cool. That it's not like, I feel like when the bloodshot movie came out, we were like, Oh yeah, a lot of bloodshot stuff, you know? So 
I love Shadow Man. Big fa- Shadow Man fan. Like of all the characters, he's he's near the top. You know, he's on my he's on my route much my Mount Rushmore of value characters. So uh, I like seeing all this stuff. You know, so like yeah, like you know, give me a game. I can't wait to like support it. You know, hopefully there's right. some cool stuff to like really like get every penny out of me. I'm ready for it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. More Shadow Man. I'm I'm excited for that classic deluxe. That's for sure. Um, and and then I was told that that uh, the remake was gonna come to consoles instead of just computer. So hoping that that happens soon that we can see that Shadow Man, the the remastered game on consoles again. Um, I don't know if I would. Then, I, the only thing I'm torn on is I just don't know if I would buy it. You know, like I looked at Turok. Like I looked at Turok on the PlayStation Four. And I love Turok. Like the, the game was so much fun. But then I looked at the like the like I don't know how much remastering they did to that if they even did any. But I was like, just kind of looks like shit now. <laughs> and I know they've done a bunch of work on Shadow Man, so like I'm not yeah. even trying to bag on that yet at all. Not that's right. not what I'm getting at. I'm just saying like if it doesn't look good to me, I'm just gonna be like, oh, I got all these other games to play, man. <sighs> yeah, at least don't go and touch the Armoring's game. The Armoring game that is, is not good enough to even worth. <laughs> just ignore know. that it's there uh, forget it's it forget it never existed exo and iron man don't even do anything with that either but heavy metal um and um, then uh i think i heard a little bit about uh a mention in the chats earlier about the harbinger movie i'm hoping to get more of that obviously we'll talk about that till we're blue in the safe till we get it but um we're just hoping nothing's going on with it that's just yeah. my own personal opinion like because i mean they were going to put it out this year I remember like, like last year, like, oh, yeah, we're going to have a Harbinger movie in 2021. No, you're not. It's not going to happen. Well, the only thing that makes me think of that is just the uh, Dysart talking about not getting any of his royalties from it that he was kind of agreed from with the original regime. I don't know if it was on paper, but if it was, there's definitely a lawsuit there. So maybe, you know. But who knows? I mean, like, because who knows? I don't, I mean, when we talked about it before, it's just like, I don't know what anybody, I don't. I'm, who the fuck am I? Like, I don't have any glimpse in anyone's contracts, you know? And so it's like, I don't know. Like, I yeah. don't know how this stuff works, you know? I just want the people that I, I, you know, my only thing on that thing is I love Valiant. Um, I think the world of Josh, he's a really nice guy. I've had the chance to meet him and, and mm-hmm. be around him in person. Um, I like a lot of people that work for Valiant too. So, like, for me, it's just like, I want like everybody to get along. I want everybody Kumbaya, to my lord. Yeah. Kumbaya. You know, I just want like yeah. every side to be good, you know. Um, yeah. and I know it's hard right now when like companies got a different owner than before and, and we don't really know much about that dude, and that dude doesn't pop up and say anything. Whereas Dinesh, you know, he used to pop up all the time and he'd pop up on your Facebook page and say something, you know, he'd pop up in your chat and say something to you. He'd just show up, you know, and yeah. he'd help he'd sell the books at the convention, you know, like it's a it's a different feeling with that with um the new ownership or newer ownership. So I don't know. I mean, I just, I want everything to work out, you know, just because I'm a fan, you know, and I, I don't, it, I can't side, you know, cause it's like, who am I, if I, I feel like if I side with, the, with, uh, with Josh, then I'm like, I'm shitting on like the people who are working at Valiant that like, right. Really having anything to do with it. It's not right. It's not, Greg's fault or Danny's fault or Fred Pierce's oh, fault. Why you know? is it all their fault? And, and it's not why that. Don't, 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 don't do that stuff. Not know? that those are words that are coming out of my mouth. That's not no. what I'm saying either. But, I'm but saying you know that saying, the though, fact that they're talking about it is yeah, the fact I, that they are 
you know, that there may be something running in the background is my point there. Um, yeah. It's not any at fault by any means there. So um, I, I do think everybody is, is great. I think it's, uh, we need more good news. So we would not talk about any news, um, just any news. And I think right. that's something that's there. If there was more books that would kind of keep our attention to what we need to be at type of thing as well. So hopefully that we can just get more news and that's kind of part of it. The fact that it was talked about in general, whether it was that or not, was my point of that. We are just seeing that, you know, something may be happening in the background or it might not even be talked about, period. Um, and so hopefully that means that there's a movie being made and they yeah. figure out whatever's happening on the back end. They figure out whatever's happening on the back end. Um, I care about the end product, but I also care about the creators too. I do care about the creators. I do care about the people that work there. I think they're great people all the way around and not one side over the other, not leaning, to, you know, but um, hopefully what was agreed upon is always what's agreed upon. And mm -hmm. hopefully that's what happens. That's what I wish for and hope for. Um, yeah. Yeah, I mean, you know, that's just how I am. I just want everybody to get along, you know. Um, but I, one thing, with one last thing though about the Harbinger movie thing, like I feel like we did this podcast early on with when you know, and and me and Eric would talk about it with like, hey, we know that like there's a Bloodshot movie now because like the, the news leaked, and it was just like, when are we going to hear more news about it? And it was just like one of those things where we talk about it and talk about it and talk yeah. about it all the time, and then like even like. Ninjak versus the Valiant Universe, which isn't as you know another thing that we were just like you, we we saw the trailer for, and we're like, oh, we just gotta keep talking about it and talking about it and talking about it because we can't we can't wait, you know. So it's just like, oh man, a Harbinger movie where there's like nothing going on, we should never talk about it because <laughs> this is like there's nothing, there's nothing. That right there. Yep. I just want great Valiant comic books. Seriously, not not. Not not seriously, but seriously. So far, two out of three are pretty good. Yeah. <laughs> so really, and, I mean, one, and one of them is like you know your own opinion, but like I mean, I, I still like Ninjak. Yeah, and you know what? Uh, the, like again, story's not bad. It was just the art when when the panels are getting that difficult to read and the layouts, and then just the art's pretty. You know what it is? It's just kind of brought it down a little bit. So yeah. Yep. But yeah, want more Valiant books, want more Valiant stories, um, want to get to the cores, want to get get EXO back to status quo, you know what I mean? Those those type of elements there. Wish that we could hit a repeat on Savage and do something, you know, but and hopefully we get some more out of it. Get Bloodshot back up and running because Bloodshot needs to be back up and running always. Um and one of the bigger names that people know still, you know, yeah. and Shadow Man back up and running, you know. So a lot that uh, needs to be in the works. And um, I, I, I'm hoping it is in the background. I'm hoping that more than two books a month is something that can be done because um, two is there's just more weeks than two in a month. Yeah. I will say this, though, you know, like it, it seems like I've been able to buy a lot of cool books that I've missed lately, <laughs> like buying books. Yeah. So. If, you're, if, you're, if people are getting burned out or, or like they're just like I'm done, I'll buy your books, man. <laughs> if I need them, I'll buy them because I've been I've been plugging some holes in my collection. It's been awesome. Yep. Yeah. It it, it just seems like people are selling off the Valiant comics. I've seen a lot of Valiant books up for sale recently, um, kind of like at a price that's affordable and you know dumpster fire. I don't know. It's there's lots of stuff happening. So. Yeah, I know people spec on like everything, you know. So it's just like if people are like trying to like speculate on Valiant 
stuff. Um, I think what always makes it hard is that there's not a lot of first appearances, you know, and a lot, a lot of ones that happen, they happen like 25, so what, you know, so many years ago. So it's like, all you can really do is just buy variants. And I feel like no matter who, what the company is, you don't get a lot of like, you just don't get a lot of mileage out of variants, you know, but I'll buy them. <laughs> yep. I got a lot, there's a lot of Valiant books on my, I've got almost every issue of, so even including variants and shop variants and convention exclusives and all that. So but get 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 them all you can, and yeah. hopefully it gets turned around, and the go the values go up again, and uh, we'll see what happens. But you know, well, there's future books to come, right? There's more to yeah. come. There's more get value to next come. Next year's gonna be corner. awesome. I'm just gonna say it right now. Next year's gonna be awesome. Well, we still we're not even we still got a quarter left. There's still a quarter of this year left. Like, yeah. come on, come on. I might not live to tomorrow. I want you know. <laughs> you will live till tomorrow. At I the don't very know. least, who knows. <laughs> Who knows, everybody? But what we do know is we appreciate everybody jumping on. Todd Lewis, John Scott Bloom, John Bourne, uh, Handyman Brew. I know we had Andy, or um, yeah, we've had Jeff Kingman on. We had yeah, we had a lot of people leave you on. Uh, those of you watching or listening later on, make sure you uh, follow us, subscribe, come join the fun on the live shows when we have them uh, Thursdays at seven thirty on uh, New Comic Book Days, and we'll, you like subscribe hit the bells on youtube and uh you'll get alerted when this stuff's happening yep yeah yeah it was, it was great to see everybody in the chat it was it was a good chat this week so yep. let's keep that up we love i think, we love it, talking I to think it was the glasses it was the glasses josh it was the glasses well, i'll see what i can do next time <laughs> awesome y'all well what do we say we say stay valiant, stay valiant.